Mark chapter 5 from verse 25. The, the devil has deceived us so much about this anointing catching that I want to endeavor at the Lycos to Lycos level to try and get us to come to a conclusion about the importance of the anointing and about what it is to us, what it means to us, especially with the lay. Because Lot, when he went into the world, Sodom and Gomorrah, Bible says that it was said in Peter that that man Lot, a righteous man, he vexed his righteous soul in the things that he saw and he heard. He vexed his righteous soul. The anointing leaked. And if there's any group of people that need a replenishment of a replenishment of the anointing, it's the lay people. It's us. It's us, it's us, it's us, it's us, and us again. Yeah. Abraham was full time serving the Lord, but Lot, he went into the world from time to time. He called on Abraham to come and help. But, ladies and gentlemen, Mark chapter 5 from verse 25, there was a certain woman who had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and has spent all that she had. I'm talking about the gift. The gift that releases the anointing. The gift. The gift that releases the anointing. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing bettered but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus... She came in the press behind and touched his garment. Someone say his garment. For she said, if I may but touch his clothes. Someone say his clothes. I shall be whole. And straight away, the fountain of her blood was dried up. And she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, who touched my clothes? Who touched my clothes? Now watch the answer of the disciples. And his disciples said unto him, thou seest the multitude thronging thee and thou sayest who touched me? Did he say who touched me? No, he said, who touched my clothes? But the disciple says, who touched me? The woman knew where the source of the anointing was, was in the clothes, was in what was on him. Jesus knew where the anointing was, was on him. But the disciples, the pastors, they made it about the man, not about what was on him. Yeah, 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 yeah. And often it's an error of disciples. It's an error of close people who are supposed to know better that there's something on this man of God. It's not about him. They make it about him. It's because of familiarity and therefore they catch nothing. When little girls who are bleeding can catch the anointing, can draw virtue from the man of God, disciples are looking why did you question and Jesus said that you have gone out of me and they questioned who what are you saying I mean now it's becoming too much there's a large press of people 
and you are saying, who touched me? I never said who touched me. I said, who touched my clothes? Who touched what was upon my life? Who touched the virtue? Who drew the virtue from me? There are pastors who can draw virtue from the bishop or from Bishop Richard. There are pastors who can, but there are others. It's all secular and physical and about the humanity. Yeah. I have never looked at Bishop Dag in terms of how tall he is. What is on him? Oh, that's what my target is. What is on him? He, she called it clothes. It's not clothes that you touch a thing. It is a grace. It's an anointing. But it is on a man. Oh, you go home anointed in Jesus' name. Yeah. Look at the pastor's response. Look at the questions they are asking. Look at the equalizing thing. And the disciple said, you see, can't you see? Can't you see there's a lot of crowd? And it's almost like the question you're asking is, is irrelevant. It's, it's, it makes no sense. It, it, they are rebuking him. When you answer a question with a question, it's a sign of disrespect. Yeah. Whenever you answer a question with a question, it's a sign of familiarity. So you are asking, who touched me? He said, what, what are you saying? What do you mean, who touched you? Can't you see all of us? And you are asking, who touched you? Well, is there a question that you are asking? Is it correct? It explains why a little girl who was not even supposed to be there grabbed the virtue and she did. They didn't. And the disciples said, and then they started to watch this. And he looked round upon to see. He didn't even mind them. He looked away from the disciple. It couldn't have been any of you. None of you is anointed. If I'm looking for somebody who's drawing my anointing, he looked away from his own disciples and looked on the outsiders. Outsiders are drinking from the anointing. Who have no business drinking. That girl was not even supposed to be in the crowd. Because in those days, when you are bleeding, you are supposed to be outside. Menstruating people stay out. They are counted dirty. Though she was afraid and he looked around to see her that had done this thing. Watch this. And next, but the woman fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, just like the outsiders who recognize it, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. Hmm. She told him all the truth and verse 34 says and he said to her daughter you see it takes family it takes people who make themselves sons and daughters daughter thy faith has made thee whole go in peace and be whole of thy plague put your hands together for Jesus look at it the clothes what is on him the garments, the mantle. Psalm 133 from verse 1. Behold how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. For it is like the precious ointment. The precious ointment. 
It's like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard that went down to the skirts of his garment. It's precious, eh? It's treasure. Can I have some form of garment? Oh, you know. Ladies and gentlemen, watch this. It is precious. Is an ointment. It's upon the head. It's not the man. It is the ointment. It is the garment that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, that went down to the skirt of his garment. And now when you go to the last part of the verse 3, it says, and there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. It is the garment. It is what is upon the man of God. There's a grace. There's an anointing. There's a power on the man of God. He puts on the man. Ladies and gentlemen, whatever you see is not it on the man. It is what is on the man. My eyes are fixed. It is precious. It is holy. It is so valuable. That you cannot take your eyes off it. And he says he ran down Aaron's beard. You know, in those days, they said that you must get up for the gray bearded and the aged. You must honor them. Look, the reason is that there's no. Maybe I should read something for you. Mark chapter 6, from verse 1. Now, watch this. And he went out from thence and came into his own country. And again, his disciples follow him. And when the Sabbath day was come, and he began to teach in the synagogue, and many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence had this man these things? Who is projecting these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him that even such mighty works are wrought in his hand. Look at that. eh? They are attributing it to his wisdom. The mighty works because he's wise. You know, that's what some people say. Oh, it's because of his wisdom. He's gone to school. His education. His background. He's a Swiss man. They call it the Oyibo factor. Do you know the Oyibo factor? When we went to Central African Republic and the crowd was there, the comments were the Oyibo factor. The white man factor. How many white men have come and they've gotten such a crowd? The presidents have come. The vices, their spouses have been there. Ladies and gentlemen, there is something on the man of God. That is attracting the crowd. And they called it all kinds of things. The wisdom. What wisdom is this? And Bible says, is it not this carpenter? Is it not Bishop Dark? Is it not the man? We saw him in Kolegono. We relate with him all the time. He has been with us at the camps. Is he not the carpenter? Is he not the doctor? The son of Mary? We know his mother. The Swiss people are here. He came from our country. The brother of James 
and Joseph and Judah and Simon and are not his sisters here with us and they were offended in him. They were offended in him. Instead of embracing and being attracted and admiring, they were offended in him. They started with admiration but they dropped to questioning and analysis of paralysis. Yeah. They started with admiration but eventually in their analysis, they missed it. They missed it. They looked at the humanity that it's not possible for a man. Instead of doing John 3, 2 which says that this, uh, that Nicodemus, he came, he said, Rabbi, I mean, thou art a man sent from God. Because no man can do such things except God be with him. Except God be with him. Except God be with him. But Jesus said, in verse 4, Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country and among his own kin or people and his own house and he could there do no mighty work save that he laid his hands upon a few sick folk and healed them and he marveled was surprised because of their word and belief and went around about the villages teaching ladies and gentlemen this is the problem questions analysis issues pride offense and the bible says that they were offended in him ladies and gentlemen but let me tell you something it is not it is not what the man is it is what is on the man of god the grace of god is what we reverence look the three things that were missing honor belief and then mighty works. You know, unbelief is a twin sister of a lack of mighty works. Unbelief. Unbelief. Many of us don't believe. We claim we belong, but we don't believe. My children be- did not believe in the anointing upon my life until late. And now they can't have enough. Many lighthouse pastors have no faith in the anointing on our pastor's life. Our prophet's life. You should see the big churches that other people are building outside. One time, one such person came to my church, Bishop McCarrier, and then taught all the people, say, would, said, so he's a Kenyan. He came in the Kenyans in my church. He said, will you come and set up a church in our in our?" I said, my goodness. He has something I don't have. And he came preaching my bishop's messages, carrying the anointing of my bishop. That day, I became frustrated. I became angry. And I told myself, not again. That there is something on my bishop's life that I lack. Ladies and gentlemen, everything you see, the buildings, the pastors, the books, the anointings, the invitations, the songs, the, 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 the conferences. It's because of this. The precious ointment upon his life. No man can do this except God be with him. No man. 
It's not the man. It's the grace on his life. It's the anointing on his life. This is it. This is what your eyes must be upon. When you see him, it doesn't matter what Facebook foolishness says. Look on the oil. No man can do this except God be with him. It is precious. It is everything. It is everything. I have decided to focus on this everything. Hallelujah. When Elisha met Elijah, he said, there's something on you. According to 1 Kings chapter 2, 2 Kings chapter 2, from verse 9 going, he said, ask, you know, ask what I shall give thee before I leave. Yeah, look at that. And it came to pass, when he was gone over, that Elijah said unto Elijah, ask what I shall do for thee before I be taken away from thee. And Elisha said, I pray thee, let the double portion of thy spirit be upon me. This was a guy who understood that it's not Elijah. Even if Elijah goes, there's something on Elijah that I can have. My eyes are on the goal. Smart Elisha. He said, it's not about your Yubo factor, your educational background, your wisdom. That, that is, it is the spirit upon you. He focused upon him. Ladies and gentlemen, and it came to pass when they, and then the verse 10, watch this. He said, give me a, that, a double portion of your spirit. Come upon and He said, thou hast asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if thou see me when I'm taken away, that word is perceive. It means regard. It means respect. If you keep your eyes on the goal, if you see me, I was shocked when I looked up the Hebrew translation. To respect, to honor, to see, to be close, to be near, in order to focus diligently. To be close. If you see me, it shall be so unto thee. If you keep your focus on the real thing, you will have it. If you see, it shall, but if not, it shall not be so. Many people who have not, it is because they are not regarding, they are not focusing, they are not seeing what is on the man of God. Yes. It is everything. Regard the mantle. Regard the oil. Regard the anointing. Respect it. Value it. Pray for it. Go close to it. Desire it. This man desired not just the anointing, but a double person. That's quite ambitious. What are your ambitious prayers? Where are your ambitious prayers? But look, and it's so, so. And the next verse, verse 11. And Bible says that, and it came to pass, as they still went on and they talked. Listen, before we get there, the sons of the prophets were the control. As Elisha was looking, the sons of the prophets said in verse 3, do you know that your head is going to be taken from, your, your master is going to be taken from off your head? Did you know? And they were giggling. And they said, hold your peace. I know. Came to pass. 
Did you know? They asked him. The sons of the prophet who were supposed to be in school, in school to know, they didn't get anything. But the outsider who was taking, who was taking care of cows, these who have been in school, just like we've been in Bible training, we've been in the church for a long time, so-called sons of the prophet. Nothing. We are asking unnecessary analysis questions. Who touched you? Who touched you? And that's the sons of the prophet. And they just stood somewhere and then they watched. Nothing wrapped off them. But Elisha maintained his focus. And the Bible says, and it came to pass as they went, still went on, as they engaged and they talked. Listen, talking. The voice was happening. There again, as the voice engaged Elisha. Huh. And Elijah, no, 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 not, please. And El, no, verse 11, how did you move to 14 so quickly? And it came to pass as they still went on and talked that behold, there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire and parted them both asunder. And Elijah took up by a whirlwind into heaven. He went up and then keep going, please. And Elisha saw it. If you see me, he was that focused and he cried, My father, my father, the chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof. And he saw him no more, but he took hold of his own clothes and tore it and rent them into pieces. Now, I don't want to carry what's on me. I want what is on my father. I want what is on my father. My father, my father. Not just the sons of the prophet, but the person who makes him my father. Not a school type of father. Not academic father. But a real, ladies and gentlemen, there's something like spiritual inheritance that belongs to those who receive the man of God as father. Bible says of Jesus Christ, John 1, 11, and he came to his own and his own received him not. But as many as received him, he gave them the power to become the sons of God. What was on him came to sons and they got power. And this guy, Elisha saw it and cried, my father and the chariots and he rent his own clothes into two. And then verse 13, I'm talking about the garment again. I'm talking about the garment again. Verse 13, verse 13. And Elijah saw it. Verse 13. My goodness, this guy. (laughs) All right, let me just go by my own. Hallelujah. And then verse 13 says, and Elisha saw it and he cried, my father. And then verse 13, he took up also the mantle on Elijah that fell from him and went back and stood by the bank of the Jordan and he took the mantle. The mantle, what was on the man of God came upon him. The mantle again, it was a cloth. It was not the man. The sons of the prophet said the man is being taken away. But the mantle is not being taken away. Yeah. The mantle is not being taken away. The mantle is from God and it stays with us. It stays with us. It stays with us. Ladies and gentlemen, and then Elisha hated the waters. And Bible says that he smote the waters and said, where is the Lord God of Elijah? Now he went to the source of the anointing. And when he also had smitten the waters, they parted hither and thither. And Elisha 
went over. He also, he said, when he also walked, he also had smitten. You will do what the bishop is doing. God will use you to do great things in Jesus' name. And when the sons of the prophets, which were to view at Jericho, saw him. Now look at what they did. They said, the spirit of Elijah doth rest on Elisha. They had noticed it was not the man, but the mantle, but it was too late. Now they acknowledge the spirit of Elijah doth rest on Elisha. And they came to meet him. Look at what they do. They bowed themselves to the ground before him. Your anointing will cause your colleagues to bow. Bible says in Hebrews chapter 1 verse 9, because you have loved righteousness and eschewed even, the Lord, even thy God, has anointed thee with the oil of gladness and lifted you above your fellows. Ladies and gentlemen, the differences between ministries is the anointing. The differences in size of church, in the power, the word of God, the ministry is not in, in word only, but it's in power, the kingdom. And that is a mantle that you catch. That's a mantle. Listen, when Elisha died, there was no Elisha too. Yeah, to follow. So he died without anybody taking the mantle. Do you know that because the mantle does not die into the grave, when they even buried him, he was carrying the mantle, he left it. And when somebody was dead, find that scripture, and somebody died and they were going to bury the person and some attack him, and they all ran and they threw the dead body. And it just happened to fall on the grave of Elisha. That man stood up. The spirit of Elisha I'm telling to that man to stand up. I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, anointing is for this earth and God intends to share it to as many as would desire it. Much as he's looking for people, he's looking for desirous people. It's precious. It's holy. It's important. It's an anointing. It's a power that is for crabs. But God will not cast his spell before the swine. Ladies and gentlemen, it has nothing to do with the man. Drop your guard and your analysis and stop behaving, behaving like the sons of the prophets and start looking like Elisha. Focus. There is nothing about Bishop Dad you should want but his anointing. And it is not for him to come and preach. Catch my anointing. It even looks proud. He looks proud. But the outsiders are getting it. Outsiders, we can get it too, my darling. We can get it too. It's for the sons. Isaiah chapter 8 verse 18. He said, I and my children whom the flood has given me are for signs and wonders. In Zion. It is not just for him. It's for us. It's for us. This is precious. It's holy. It's precious ointment. And Bible says the precious ointment ran down the beard. Do you know what the beard means? When you read the book of Leviticus, I believe chapter 19 verse 30 or 32. He says that that shall stand up to the bearded and the elderly should honor them. It is those who honor, who receive the anointing. Much of us, many of us don't honor. It's those who honor. Honor comes with anointing. God looks for those who honor. Ah, those who honor, I will honor you. But those who do not honor, I will lightly esteem. That's what the Bible says. It is the honor. The eyes 
the, the, the way you look at the anointing, I tell you, is what makes everything possible. Unfortunately, that is what when you do, they tell you you are a cult. We are not worshipping Bishop Dag and will never do it. He's a man. Bible says, believe his prophets, so shall you prosper. Prosper spiritually. You will move forward speedily. You will come forth mightily. Your church will move forward. It is because of what is on him. The garment, the mantle, the oil, the anointing. And when I see, that's all I see. When I see the man, I say, man, God, can you anoint a man like this? I see no man in the world that has been anointed like Bishop Dag. When I see like Nicodemus went in the dark, he saw among the Pharisees, he was the first to see there's something on this man. He just could not identify. He said, God is with you and it is the God factor. It is a God factor. God has given us with proof an anointed man of God who's anointed. Listen, when God called Moses and he told him to go and meet in the tabernacle of meeting in Numbers 11. He said, come and I will meet you there. And I will speak to you there and take of the spirit that's upon you. And place it upon the people that they may bear the burden with you. So that you don't bear it yourself alone. Anybody who makes a decision that me, I'm going to bear the burden with Bishop Dark, You'll be anointed. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Yeah. Me, I have told myself, I am a son. I am a son. I am a son. I was given to Bishop Dark. I and my children, whom the Lord has given me, has the Lord given you? Do you acknowledge yourself as being given to Him to help Him? That's the beginning. We are for signs and wonders. Isaiah 1, behold, you say, keep watching. I and the children whom the Lord has given me are for signs and wonders in Israel. And it is from the Lord of hosts. I believe there's an anointing on my life. I believe there can be an anointing on your life. And it's for signs and wonders. You wonders means you wonder, where did this come from? How is it possible? How come he can preach? How come these things are happening? How come this church is like that? That is wonders. There are signs that there's something on this life. My dear, my darling, it is your prerogative. It's your choice. It's your, your inheritance. Why have you not valued it? It's everything. When it's upon you, your frustration will go away. It's special. Your ministry will work. I can tell you honestly. You won't struggle. Instead of struggling in pride, struggle for the anointing. Fight for the anointing. Believe. For signs and wonders. And it's from the Lord of hosts who dwells in Mount Zion. Ladies and gentlemen, can you be sent with your heart? The Bible says of Timothy in 2 Timothy, I believe it's in Philippians chapter 2 from verse 19. He said, I am about to send Timotheus to you that I may know. I'll be comforted when I know your state. 
And he explained in verse 20. He says, for I have no man like-minded who will naturally care for the state of the church, for your state. Do you care for the church? Do you care for the sheep? I have no man like-minded who will naturally, your nature is to care for the flock, to care for the ministry, to care what is, how is London doing? How is Europe doing? How is Ghana doing? How is the world? How are the lay people doing? Is it a burden? The Bible says that he may bear the burden with you. When was the last time you decided to care for the burden that was upon Bishop Doug, the vision that God has given, the commission? Do you care? Do you really care? For I have no man. Let me tell you the secret. Number one is honor. Number two is to share the burden so that you share the anointing. When it comes to honor, when was the last time you broke an alabaster box? It's all here. There's a price to pay. 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 And he said, I have no man like minded. There's 20 who naturally care for your state. It means a state he was sending to the people in Philippi who care for you. Do you care for the church? Do you care deeply for the church? Will you fly? Will you make the sacrifice? Even inviting people here was a problem. Who naturally care for your state? But the saddest statement is the next verse. For all men care for their own, not the things that are of Jesus Christ. What you do to Bishop Dark, you are doing to Christ. You don't care. You really don't care about Christ. How can he anoint you? Where is your passion? Where is your burden? Where is your zeal? Where is your heart? The zeal with which you organize your wedding. If you had half that zeal to reorganize the church. Not just to make your face, make eyelashes and make up. is your bed for all men care for their own not the things that are of Jesus Christ but he goes on to the next verse he said but you have proof of him that after son with his father he has actually served with me in the gospel oh oh Sometimes I say, Lord, people don't like you. People don't like you. People don't like you. It's true. are side effects. These are side effects. These are side effects. What are you willing to sacrifice? The woman sacrificed an alabaster box of ointment, precious, costly, and he kissed the feet of Jesus 
and he wiped with. Do you know what it means for a woman to use her hair? Do you know what it means? What will you give up? What will you give up? What will you sacrifice? Mr. Lay person, Madam Lay, Lay, Lay pastor, what will you give up? What will you sacrifice? Do you really like the Lord? All men seek their own. The son, you have proof of him. As a son with the father, he has served with me in the gospel. Even the church growth is just because your numbers will be nice and they'll call you, yeah, you the man. Not because you want to populate the kingdom. What's your motive? What's your heart? What's your motive? What's your heart? Yeah, when I was told that only a few people are coming for this, I said, I'm not going to come. I'm not going to come. I'm going to reschedule the meeting until I can reach more people with whatever message the Lord has put on my heart for the lay people. Because I know I'm serving for a purpose that there will be maximum resource for the Father. If you love the Lord and if you can care. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 28 or 29 it said Paul said I think it was verse 28. He said, apart from all the pressures from outside, that which comes upon me daily, the care of the churches, the care of the churches. Look, when I was young and I was in Harlem Hospital, I had a Nissan Sentra 1991 that I drive on a morning, morning basis. Sometimes I would give him a ride. When I give you a ride, what do I tell you and where do you have to sit and why? Yeah. I, uh... Watch this. Watch this. And let me ask you, do you care? The first time I took him out with um, Convener Lindsay, he said, Michael, if you don't mind me, can you sit in the back? He was the only person in my car. Can you sit in the back? I was very shocked. So because I have to pray for my church members. And he has a sheet of paper at the passenger seat like that. And as we are going from New, um, Jersey to New York, we don't talk because he's praying for his church members. I put day. the list on my steering wheel. Yeah, every day. He's and praying. I mention them one by one by one by one by one by one. Praying for them. Praying for them. Praying for them. Praying for them. He should sit at the back because he will disturb me. I don't want to give you a ride if you want to sit in front. That which comes upon me daily, the care of all the churches. Do you care? Do, will you fight for the church? When Bishop comes and says, kill yourself for Jesus, it's so strange. But that's key. Have a burden have a burden. Burden is number one. When God wanted to anoint the 70, he looked for people who bear the burden with Moses. When Timothy is being spoken about, he's a man who cares. Elisha did not care to be ridiculed. And people bowed before him. The woman with the alabaster box or the woman who touched the garment. She didn't care about the disgrace. She was fear, but he still went. 
the alabaster box of ointment. Precious. Honored the man of God for the sake of what was on the man of God. Sometimes when we even have Galatians 6.6 6, or honor your prophet Sunday, it, it don't be deceived. It has nothing to do with honoring your pastor. It is honoring the grace upon the man of God. It's honoring the anointing. Honoring the anointing. That's what I do. I look at the anointing. I tell myself, what is it worth to me? What is it worth to me? What is the anointing worth? Is it worth an alabaster box of ointment? Very costly. I am not asking you to go and enrich Bishop Doug. He's richer than most of you. If not all. These days when I preach, I get money. By the grace of God. And I told my wife, I've preached and I've made money. These days I go, I preach, I get I preach, I make money. I say, hey, what is this? Do you get the point? And then I realized that it is not because if you look at me, you, you can't, what can you give me? Can you give me? I think I have more money there, by God's grace. Yeah, I think so. I, I don't know, but it's possible. Do you get the point? It has nothing to do with what I have or don't have. It is more about what is on his head. What you desire. And Galatians 6 says, let him that is taught in the word communicate and to him that teacheth in all good things. Then the next 6, 7, it says, for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. We've used it for offering. It has nothing to do with offering. It has everything to do with the man of God. It has nothing to do with offering. Where did the offering come in? It has everything to do with the man of God. Galatians 6, 6 is the source of that scripture. And when it goes on, the next verse says that for what? If you sow into the spirit, you will offer the spirit, if you, you reap life, if you go and sow into the flesh, you will of the flesh reap corruption. He has everything to do with that. It's not Galatians 6, 6. And I'm not speaking for us, to, but I'm speaking for you to see what it takes to be anointed. But I know you crave for the anointing, but are we willing to pay the price to take on a burden and to honor. And number three, unbelief. Jesus marveled at their unbelief. But that same Mark chapter 6, that Jesus could not. He could not. It's a neutralizer. Familiarity, dishonor, unbelief. They are major neutralizers of the anointing. But he carried the same mantle in the same chapter. And then the last verse, eh, I think it's verse 52 or 56. The Bible says they line up people. The last verse. And for they consider what? Mark says 56. The last. And wherever he entered into villages or cities or country, they laid the sick in the streets and besought him that they might touch if it were but the border of his garment clap for the Lord Jesus and those who touched were healed 
just the border of his garment. I went for a first love mountain of the Lord. Or is it a Danny Paul? The Danny Paul, the last Danny Paul that Bishop preached before he handed over to us. There was a first love lady sitting right behind me. Let me tell you what he used to do. Whenever Bishop would pass, as he's passing, then the girl would do this. Then the girl, he passes here. Then the girl would do that. Ah, I was getting irritated. So what is this? What is this familiarity and this kind of misbehavior? Then I said, in fact, last time I hit her and stop it. What are you doing? Then she told me, I am doing Mark 6, 52, 56. I didn't know the scripture. So I kept quiet. I said, oh Lord, forgive me for hitting her. And I went to read. When I read this, I said, oh Lord, please take not the anointing from me for hitting her. And I also started doing it. She passes and I sneak a touch. A touch. This time I sit in front by the grace of God. Every conference I go, I'm allowed to sit. So when he's sitting there and he's passing, sometimes I pretend I'm touching something. And when my hand is coming up, then it touches intentional so that somebody because I am doing Mark 6 56 clap for the Lord Jesus but they did it in faith they did it full of honor they understood the mantle they knew that this is everything there's nothing beyond the anointing that Bishop Da can do. Even the anointing, it gives you according to Isaiah 11, gives you quick understanding. The wisdom that the man of God has is the anointing. Anointing gives you wisdom. Mark 11, Mark, I mean, Isaiah chapter 11 says it. The spirit of wisdom and mind, the spirit of knowledge and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and of mind and all these things. The spirit of the Lord himself and the next verse 3 says it makes you of quick understanding including interpretation of scriptures this is precious this is precious may the Lord cause you to honor this honor the anointing honor the grace upon his life he's not a common man please don't let the rap circus deceive you that we are worshipping. It's not worship. It's honor of the grace of the anointing upon the life of the man of God. That is what we are valuing. Nothing but the honor. It is precious. May you receive it. May you receive that grace. May the oil fall upon you. May the ointment fall upon you. May the anointing fall upon you. May God give you that heart. May God give you that burden. May God give you the spirit of honor. May God cause the wind of the Holy Spirit to be your portion. May God, when he's distributing, may he remember you. May he touch your heart. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Jesus. Grace has found you. 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 
Jesus. Ah, what a presence. What a presence. What a presence. Begin to pray. Lord, let me see. Let me see. Open my eyes to see what is on our man of God. Open my eyes to see what's upon this house. For he says, I will pour, I will pour, I will pour upon the household of David the spirit of grace and supplication. Zechariah 12 10. Oh, may the Lord grant you that grace. The spirit of grace and supplication comes to you. Something is happening. The anointing is flowing. God is distributing mantles. Mantles upon mantles upon mantles. Mantles upon mantles. Receive your share. Ask the Lord to change your heart and to give you. It is everything. It is precious. Don't think you are a lay pastor. God wants to anoint you. Don't be mediocre. Desire it. It is the grace that makes everything possible. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening right now. The children of the prophet, real children with a real heart of love, of appreciation, of honor. Kaponinia Simranda. Jesus said, I must be about the Father's business. Something is happening. Something powerful. Something mighty. The angels are moving all over the place. Distributing mantles. Distributing mantles. Distributing mantles. In the name of Jesus Christ. Fratusakayasa. Fresh oil, fresh oil, fresh oil, fresh oil, fresh mantles all over this place. Receive your portion. Receive your portion. You will never go home the same. Hallelujah. Faloseki paya neni katanleria. Fanoni katase bokaya. Falasteke. 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 Falo katanleria. Fenoni asamba. Do your new work. Do your own work, Lord. Fresh oil. Fresh oil. Fresh oil, my dear. Fresh oil. Receive fresh oil. Thank you, Jesus. Hold on, stake your bonda riba. Falusta bramba. Bona yesta patusta. Shikatasta. You will never sing dry. You will never sing dry. You will never sing dry. Ooh, fresh oil comes upon you. Kalo state, kalo sta pale kataya. Flanoni katanderia sala. Afata, 
Afata, Afata, Afata, Fanonica, Ba, Los Tecaria, Felo Cata, Mondariba, Fanoni, Saka Tosta, Fialo Cataya, Bolicata, Bicanonima Sibrando, Supernatural Impartation. The angels are doing it themselves, touching everybody here, distributing mantles all over the place. All over the place. Some of you, your eyes just got open. You saw visions. You are surprised at what this atmosphere had become. The Lord is showing you what is in the mantle. Yes, yes. Fresh oil. Fresh oil. Malo sakera katola basta. The power of God is here. The power of God is here. The power of God is here. Jesus. Jesus. If somebody can help her, I have to come and sing fresh oil for us. Jesus. Yeah, let it flow. Fresh oil. Play. Yeah. Jesus. Where are these? Mmm. Lift up your hands in this atmosphere. Great things will happen. Watch it. Jesus. Mm. Jesus. Mm. I long to feel your power. I long to feel your presence. Feel me now with more of you. to see your glory and I want to know your ways so won't Jesus, you something great is happening watch it. This watch it watch it, everywhere, you watch it Jesus, fresh oil it's happening right now mantles are being distributed yes, yes yes Jesus, do it for your people ashes be alert, something great and mighty it's happening right now, right now, right now, right now. Jesus, Jesus, the, the Lord is teaching you. Nobody's going to touch you, but He will touch you. Watch it. It's a mantle. It's not about the man. It's a mantle. It's a fresh oil from above. Thank you, Jesus. Have your way. Oh, yes. Holy Spirit. Do it. Do it, Holy Spirit. You are the potter oh, oh, Holy Spirit. Mold me and shape me into what you want me to be. And I'll be changed from glory into glory. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Is that your prayer? Everybody who has that prayer, you are going to receive right now. You are receiving right now. Fresh oil. Fresh oil. And I need your presence today. Please come and show me the way. Shower down your rain. He's all over this place. 
anointing, mantling people, mantling people, giving people new hearts, new burdens, new eyes to see, new ears to hear. Shower down your rain upon us Make me more and more like Jesus Shower down your rain upon us Make me more and more like Jesus Hallelujah Put your hands together for Jesus If it is real, it is real I didn't need to touch, touch any of you. If it is real, it is real. It's not the work of man. Yeah. That anointing is all over the place looking for where to land. May you have the right heart. May you have the right ear. May you have the right eye. And may the Lord see through your heart. And bless you with that anointing in Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Please be seated. Wow. You know, there's one short message before we go on break. But before I share that with you. I would like us to have a time of questions and answers. Michael, is there a, I have 10% on my What a presence. Jesus. Is there a way they can have an extension for me here? Oh, good, good, good. Amen. Questions? Oh, no. This 